This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. In his presentation, The Craft of Entrepreneurship, Chandran Sankaran took his audience along his own journey to success as a software entrepreneur based in San Francisco and Bangalore. It is, he said, about making self-sustaining businesses and entities that are larger than their creator and which have an independent life. It's also about changing the status quo and steering things to a better place. A further attribute of entrepreneurship is about creating wealth at the same time as being engaged in work one is passionate about. Chandran Sakharan added that business comes from daily observation. The question that I get asked often is, where did you get the idea to start this company? Uh, and I, you know, my response is usually that this was one of several ideas that uh, I encountered. And the question is, where do those ideas come from? And I think uh, it's not about the idea being delivered to you in a package. It's about continuously turning over rocks and looking. And, and it needs to be done in your personal life. It needs to be done in your professional life. And it needs to be, it's, a, it's a practice which, when done continuously, results in, in, in a, a way of identifying when you found something. You took a very brave step during the course of your career because you had two companies, you had two startups, and then you, you kind of took a time out and, and you said to all sorts of people, right, what's your problem? It was a, uh, it was a tremendous step uh, that I took in, uh, in, in starting Zyme in retrospect, uh, which was uh, I, I was faced with a bit of a blank canvas uh, after I had sold my previous company in terms of uh, not really knowing what I was going to do next. And I thought the best way to fill the canvas is to go out and talk to people who have problems that I may or may not be able to solve. And I really didn't have a clear sense that I was going to encounter anything that uh, had a specific solution. But I really did feel by then that the right place to start was to ask people what their problems were. And I kept feeling that I would hear something. Were you surprised that they were so open about their problems, admitting to having problems in the first place? You know, I think some of that speaks to the trust and relationship that some of these people had formed with my previous company. And so so there was a trusted basis for that conversation, without which I don't think they would have been uh, as open as they were. But at the same time, uh, having said that, there was an extraordinary openness. And I think people uh, want to talk about the problems they're having. And they don't usually have people who are prepared to listen uh, with, who don't have an agenda uh, around it. And I do think there's a lot of pent-up uh, need that people have to describe problems that are genuine and uh, we often don't take the time to ask. You said that entrepreneurship is not about improvisation. So what is it? It is about transformative changes. So you need to envision the world as you want it to be, or you need to envision uh, the problem solved and imagine what that world would look like. So the problem can be big, it can be small, uh, it can have great social significance, it can have you know, a specific commercial significance, but it needs to start with a uh, imagined outcome of the world functioning as though this problem has been solved. And you imagine what that looks like and Usually that imagination re results in a much more transformative vision of the problem and therefore you approach it in a much more deeply rooted way, not in an incremental way relative to the status quo. And I think this is important for a whole other reason and that is uh, when you are coming up with a company in a land of incumbents, uh, you have to be significantly differentiated from what anyone else is doing and small incremental 
shifts rarely achieve that. And as an entrepreneur, you want to make sure you're rooted in a, in a much more deeply uh, defined view of the future that's different from the way things work. And that's how you also outcompete the, the, the incumbents. You're an entrepreneur. So you're in a good position to answer this. Are, are entrepreneurs born or are they, are they crafted as they grow old? You know, I, I've really come to the conclusion that entrepreneurship is crafted in much the same way that people learn to become opera singers and people learn uh, to become ballet dancers and uh, uh, learn to become strong accounting professionals. Uh, you know, I think the, there is certainly some self-selection in terms of core skill sets that you're born with. Not everyone can be a world-class ballet dancer, but a whole lot more people can get pretty close uh, uh, through the craft of it. And I do think entrepreneurship is uh, often viewed as uh, viewed with a sense of mystery and uh, unapproachability. And I do think that uh, a lot more people are capable of being very successful entrepreneurs if they... Uh, if they work on the craft of it. So I really do think it's more craft. Uh, Risk-taking is, is more craft than more people than people give it credence for. But you've got to have a kit of parts to start with, haven't you? You've got to have the kit of parts to build on and, and to craft and, and to create the entrepreneurial of that. I, I, think, I think that's right. I mean, I, it's in much the same way that you need to be born... You know, and so yes, yeah, so you need to be born with certain instincts, and you need to be born with certain uh, proclivities, and you need to have gone through the background and be exposed to enough people in your life that allow you to think of it uh, in a much more structured way. So, so I do think, in much the same way that you don't expect someone to pick up the guitar and become really fluent at it just by giving it to them, you, know, you expect them to kind of go through a, pro, uh, a progression of uh, skill improvement. I, I do think entrepreneurship ought to be approached that way. I, I think, and, in, and in, I would say in many business programs and, and so on, it, you know, corporate life is approached that way, but not entrepreneurship. And I do think there's an opportunity for entrepreneurship to be much more a craft. Where does the risk-taking fit, fit in? For certain, there are some people who have greater inclination to take risk than others, and some people who are a little bit more conservative uh, than others. Uh, if you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, they will tell you that their journey has been one about not taking risk rather than taking risk, which means uh, as an entrepreneur, you think about what's the way within the next 12 months for me to get to some milestones in my business that takes the risk out of it not about perpetuating the risk. So, so it's as much about learning to mitigate risk and not take risks or figure out how you get to that place where the risk profile of the business is quite different. And when you get skilled at something, your sense of risk diminishes as well. And I do think it's kind of a combination of uh, the way you think about getting to less risky, more stable foothold places, as well as getting skilled enough that you are comfortable that it's not a risk. And I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to oversimplify a complicated question. A final point, really, and, and is, is there a danger that, that risk will actually stop entrepreneurship in, in, in some instances? I think it, it does a lot, and it should. I'd say 90 uh, plus percent of ideas probably, you know, don't make sense. I mean, I, I don't know where I came up with that percentage, but there's a but there's a large number of ideas that don't make sense, and and an even larger number of ideas that which uh, where you know the worst possible thing you can do is take that first step. You know, where where once you're committed into the path, then you have no way to unwind out of it. So I do think risk is a real thing. 
and it should stop people. I, uh, but I think the approach to it ought to be uh, embraced as a as a skill of how, you know how do you think about the risk of a business and how do you mitigate it as as a core skill in much the same way that you think about how do I do a discounted cash flow analysis from a financial valuation uh, standpoint. And there's I think ways systematic ways for people to think about it and take the risk out. Chandran Sankar, thank you very much. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.